0: Hey, hi, hello, beautiful souls. You are listening to Embody Saluna, a podcast about healing through spirit and love. If you are new here, hello, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And if you are returning, hello, friend. Thank you for coming back. I want to talk about something um, that I honestly... <laughs> this is hyperbolic to say, I I don't think that I ever thought I would say what I'm about to say. But really what that means is that I don't, I didn't know I would ever get to a place where I would sort of be able to see this piece, this aspect of me and accept this as truth and reality and also sort of just embrace it for what it is and then kind of do what I need to, to move on from it. Okay. That's cryptic. Let me just, here's the thing. I just returned from a trip. Um, I was in Washington state for a week. I was in Seattle and Anacortes, um, Hidalgo Island. And I actually recorded this while I was there. And then I opted to re record it now. Very last minute. I don't, even know for certain that this will make it out um, at the correct date and time because I made this last minute decision. But anyway, I was just in Washington State and I was there because I'm working on my book that I talked about and it takes place there and it's been a while since I've, you know, spent any time in the Seattle area. It's been like seven years since the last time that I was there and I just wanted to go back and remember what it was like and get a sense for what I thought you know like the way that I thought I remembered it make sure that that was accurate make sure that I had a real clear vision for what I was for, for my characters and where they sort of live and and how they live their lives and all that kind of stuff so I was just there doing that and I had this thought while I was there I was out hiking the last time that I was there I it was part of a larger tour that I was doing along the Pacific Coast Highway and it started my tour kind of I guess it didn't really start but it was it fell towards the beginning of my of my trip and I was gone for like 21 days and the whole time you know once I left Washington and made my way through like Oregon and California and Nevada back home to Colorado the whole time I just kept thinking about Washington I kept thinking about much I loved it and I kept thinking about how much I wanted to move there and sort of by the end of my trip even before I got back to Colorado I had made up my mind that that's what I was gonna do I was basically gonna come home to Colorado and plan to leave plan to move to Washington State and I didn't know exactly where yet you know I wasn't sure if it was gonna be in Seattle or near Seattle or what, but I just knew that that's what I was going to do. And prior to moving to Colorado, Seattle was one of the cities that was on my list of potential places to live. I had a list of like five cities before I left San Antonio and Seattle was one of them. So that's always been there, at least, you know, as an adult, it's been there. But on this PCH tour that I had seven years ago, I made my mind up that that's what was going to happen. And then it didn't happen. It didn't happen because of a man. And I have told that story that has been the narrative for seven years. I didn't move to Washington when I wanted to because of a man and a relationship. That narrative has worked right all this time as narratives do stories serve a single purpose and we construct them to validate what we need in that moment and in that moment they hold some kind of truth and that little bit of truth will remain forever Even when you rewrite the story, some part of that will probably stay there. But it is all meant to serve you and your needs in that moment. It's validating. That's why we create the story. So for seven years I've been saying I didn't move when I wanted to because of a man. Because of a relationship. And there's a shred of truth to it. But there are other truths to that story as well. I didn't move because of a woman as well, a woman who wanted so desperately to feel love and thought she found it in that man. I didn't leave because a more romantic story was being created between that man and that woman who at the time that I returned to Colorado weren't in a relationship. So I stayed at the prospect of a relationship, the hope, the potential. And I constructed in that moment an entirely different narrative of who we would be as a couple. And it kept me in Colorado. And that part of the story has not been told for seven years. And while I was in Washington this past week, out on my hike, feeling like I remember why I wanted to move, why I wanted to live here, because it lives in me still. The desire still exists. I still want to pack all my things and move my fur babies to the coast, to the Pacific Northwest. That feeling was still there, and it got me thinking about that moment seven years ago, When I knew that's where I wanted to be. But I didn't do it. And this is the first time that I've said out loud and accepted the reality of the narrative. I didn't do it because I wanted something. And I thought I was getting that something from someone else. Here's the thing. What you need in life, it never exists in somebody else. But it is much easier, especially when you're constructing that narrative, much easier to blame another person than to accept or admit that you made a choice as well. And for seven years, I've not been able to face that part of this, the part where I made the decision to stay, the part where I chose us, our relationship, this other person, and the version of me that existed with him. Those were active choices that I made. And to deny that part of the story, to make it solely about a man who, what, didn't let me? That's not even true. But to make it about that, to deny the full truth of the story, would mean that I would not be able to move on from it. So on my hike, I had my moment where I got to say, okay, Len, part of this is your choice too. And now that you can face that and accept that and own that, what happens next? What do you do? And maybe I'll move, right? Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll pack my things and head to the Seattle-ish area. And maybe I won't. But either way, the decision is mine. And it has always been mine. It's always been mine. But the things that have come from remaining in Colorado, those have been really great too because my growth happened here. A lot of pain and heartache happened here too, but so did a lot of growth. So did healthy relationships. So did a lot of reconstructing my own personal narrative. So did a lot of inspiration. So did a lot of love. So for seven years, while I've been talking about how I've had to stay here, the co-constructed story of that is that I've been miserable here. And that simply is not true. I've not been miserable here. There are aspects of this place I don't like. And by this place, I mean Colorado. I could write a laundry list of things that annoy me about it here. But miserable? No, I wouldn't say that. Aching to leave? I wouldn't say that either. And I think those things are important to recognize and acknowledge and own and feed into the new story that gets written, the new narrative about myself, about who I was then and who I am now, and who I'm working toward becoming or potentially unbecoming. So I just wanted to share that because I think it's important for us to remember. You know, it's very easy when we're making up. And that's what it is. We're constructing a narrative every time we're developing a story around something. We're making up what we need to in that moment. And there is truth and there is falsehood. And I think it's important to visit the narratives that we write. Whether we actually write them down or we just tell them over and over again. These narratives that we create, it's good to look at them every once in a while. Visit them revisit them check them for their accuracy you know do a little self fact checking evaluate if it's true and maybe it was very very true when you most needed it to be and that's fine but if it isn't very very true any longer then I think it's important especially if it's impeding on growth I think it's important to start teasing apart the things that aren't really necessary for that story and then begin embellishing with what is necessary. What will aid in this development? What are the parts of the story that I want to own because they will make me fill in the blank. They'll make me feel good. They'll make me feel whole. I'll recognize Love. I'll act or make choices that are congruent, aligned. I'll take aligned action. I'll live a life I can love. So, those are my thoughts about the stories that we tell ourselves and about ourselves. So, do with that what you will, my friends, soul family. But as I sort of talked about before, shadow work it will lead us into some of that and I'm going to come back and talk a little more about that before the workbook launches but a lot of that reconstructing our personal story a lot of that is rooted in shadow work and it doesn't have to be hard it doesn't have to be painful I didn't feel any pain when I went through this particular chapter if you will if anything honestly I felt a little relief, like a a weight had been lifted, like this was a burden I no longer had to carry. I just let it go. I let it go. Okay, I think that's what I have for you. Think about your stories and how you'd like to rewrite them because you get to craft the person that you believe yourself to be, the person who you are. You get to craft that So start doing it. And until next time, one, four, three.